South Africa. Acknowledge me. Teresa Kanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. The Ivula Land on the Ivulandi city, in Mike M. Tanin, and straight raw into episode 71, playing right now on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thank you very much for tuning in and subscribing. Here's what's coming your way this week. I'll play the Bacardi Banger of the Week. I'll touch on No Nut November. And I'll also drop music from Bobby Tulitino. I'll bit on Musimone about male teachers who dress inappropriately in high school. But first, before I do zonke ezozinto, let me get into your elders were dirty. This week, we are checking out the song. Oh, Chomi. Oh, Chomi. Oh, Oh, me. I know that it's late, and maybe I shouldn't be so into you. It's just that tonight I am so taken, I'm falling for you. Me. A million possibilities And I know you'll be leaving me soon But, but tonight Come a little bit closer Closer and behold you Baby, I will be good to you Brandy, Come A Little Closer, released in 2002. This is the dirty song your elders used to listen to. Without wasting time, Masia lyrics. Verse 1. I know that it's late and maybe I shouldn't be so into you. It's just that tonight I am so taken, I am falling for you. When I look in your eyes, I can see a million possibilities. And I know you'll be leaving me soon, but tonight. Verse 2. So if you must go, know that I'll be missing you, wishing you closer. Whoa. So let's make the most of these moments together. We'll never forget. And it's breaking my heart because I know that tomorrow you'll be miles away. And I catch myself wanting so much more. Tonight, come closer. Chorus. 
Come a little bit closer. Let me hold you, baby. I'll be good to you. And we can try to forget tomorrow and make it last forever tonight. Way, way, way. Well, well, well. Why did this song make it to Your Elders Were Dirty? It's simple. It's because of hypocrisy. Uprendi brandi. Uktabisindot. Yes! It's been a while since I've touched on a song Ekabisa in Dota. You know the drill. If you don't know the drill by now, Ingoma Ezinje, ne? Point out the hypocrisy of Abazalibetu. If you're a young woman listening right now, or if you're a young man, how many times in your life as a young person have you come across elders who reprimand your female sibling or relative for putting in daughter first as if Mona, they never ever put in daughter first every generation has to go through a stage so tinga ukuba in daughter comes first back in 2002 your elders female elders did the exact same thing they were much much younger back then and they thought ukuba in daughter is number one. In daughter is paramount. For three minutes, this young woman, Brandy, is basically dying deep inside to not let go of the man in her life. Le couple is about to go apart. In daughter must go. But she does not want in daughter to leave. She wants in daughter to be with her forever. And she wants to make tonight a memorable night, a unforgettable night. So, I ask you, how does a male and a female create a unforgettable night? How can they go about that? I'll tell you in case Ubungayas. It is through the T, the TSI, the sexual intercourse, the manyalas. Where do I get this from? I can't be saying things without any evidence. This is the evidence. E.T. evidence. Equal verse 2. So let's make the most of these moments together we'll never forget. And it's breaking my heart because I know that tomorrow you'll be miles away. And I catch myself wanting so much more. Tonight, come closer. JSC tonight, come closer. Uti, come closer for what? For a hug? Yes, of course, for a hug. What else? I'll leave that up to your imagination. No, actually, I will not leave that up to your imagination. What else happens when in daughter comes closer to her tonight? Let's see. The sexual intercourse, the manyalas, happens after Indota comes closer for a hug, for a kiss. Ezinye izinto come closer to, such as an erection. What happens after an erection? Impatlaziakululamos, and then it's the tsi. Where else is the evidence of the tsi, or the wanting of the tsi to occur last night? Ipaki chorus. Come a little bit closer. Let me hold you, baby. I will be good to you. 
and we can try to forget tomorrow and make it last forever. Utetuktin city, I will be good to you when he comes closer to her. Hmm? It means she's going to take care of her man. How does a woman take care and be good to her man on the last night they are going to be together? What is she going to give? She is going to give the kumame, the vajayjay. And they are going to have the tsi, the sexual intercourse, TSI, the manyalas. That's the whole premise of the song. O Brandy tried by all means to keep it clean. Ne? By all means, this is brilliant writing. This is fantastic song writing. Without being very out there with the truth. In lyricism, in melodies. The rest is left to the imagination of the listener. God, all listeners know Uguba, what this song is about. This song is about one, a woman who puts in daughter first. Secondly, she is spending the last night with Indotayak. And what she wants to do Kule last night with Indotayak is she wants Indotayak to come a little bit closer to her. She wants to hold Indotayak and be good to Indotayak. And we all know what that means. It's going to be the tsi, the sexual intercourse, the manyalas. When he's a groom, he's doing it for a girl. When he's a groom, he's doing it for a girl. Trying to be cool for the bad pants and groom. Trying to be cool for the bad pants and groove. Udadako, Udadako, Utenga Ihabli. When he's a groove, he's doing it for a girls. Udadako, Ufunga Ihabli. When he's a groove, he's doing it for a girls. Trying to be cool for the bad pants and groove. Bo 
Bobby Tulitino Hubley on the Tulisa Currency Airstrike. Some R&B soul sounds on episode 71. It is so sad to see Otata Babantu at Groove. You can see Otata Womtu is close to the age of 50 years, but he is out here dressed in skinny jeans, tight t-shirts like a Kingsley Heath, and is out here smoking Funling Ihabi all to impress the girls. And of course, his bank account is getting cleared while he tries to impress the girls. Utata Wabantu is trying to catch up to his fountain of youth. Because Anditi back then, they didn't enjoy such moments. There wasn't Hubli back then when they were young. With their wives. And just leave the girls to their age group. It's a sad thing to watch in South Africa, our land. Okay, let me put that aside and get into what piqued my interest in the past week. And I have decided to participate in No Nut November. There are a lot of things that happen in November. I decided to participate in this particular one. And it is sometimes people in November do not shave at all their beards. I think the whole thing is called Movember, something like that. I tried it once and I was like, it's not my thing. So Goku, I've decided to try out No Nut November. What are the rules for in No Nut November? I'll tell you now. First of all, no masturbation at all during the month of November. The second thing is no sex at all during the month of November. I would like you to also be part of No Nut November. Give it a try for once in your life. Just give it a try. I know it's going to be very difficult, especially for me. No sex November. Ah, I can do that. I can do do no sex for November, for one month, for two months, for three months, six months, for the whole year. I can do it. I can have no sex for the whole year. Yes, I can do such things. What I cannot do, and this is why I'm going to participate in No Nut November. What I cannot do is not masturbate. Yo, that one is very difficult. Now I masturbate every day, at least once per day. One nut a day keeps the doctor away. One nut a day keeps the dentist away. One nut a day keeps Islay Queens away. That's what I believe. It's very difficult. I nut almost every day. And the most perfect time for me to nut is always at midday. And there's good thing. I think it's because at midday, the earth is at its most northern point. And therefore, my 4-5 decides to also be at its most northern point. And that's when I release. I do the spillion. I do the, the, the nzoambu. So it's always around midday. And I don't care if it's during summer and it is the hottest day in Africa. Once ziti 12 o'clock, ziti midday and ilanga is straight up there in its most northern point in Earth's view. 
Ay, me, I find a spot and I just release. I just release. And I've never got caught. So I don't know how it's going to go during No Nut November. It's going to be the most challenging thing for me to do. No nutting at all during the month of November. You are probably laughing at this. And there's nothing to laugh about. I think the biggest reason why I am doing this is to test my character. It is to test how disciplined I am. I want to see how disciplined I am. I want to see if I'll be able to overcome no nutting at midday. Yeah. And there are a lot of triggers here in Cape Town for midday. There is the cannon they always fire at 12 o'clock pa from Signal Hill. That always tells me it is midday. And there are other triggers, too many triggers that inform a person in Cape Town, Ukuba, hey, it is midday, it is 12 o'clock. So and yes, how I will overcome no nut November, but I'll try and I'll keep you posted every week. I'll tell you, Ukuba, hey, I did well. I did not masturbate for the past four, three days, five days, whatever. Or I'll tell you, Ukuba, yo, I know I gave in on day nine of No Nut November. I'll keep you posted. Let me see what else piqued my interest in the past week. Here it is. According to the City Press, SAPC is investigating reports that programming officials received bribes from production companies in return for getting contracts. The allegations were made by a whistleblower who claimed that certain officials were giving contracts to undeserving family members, friends and associate producers, regardless of the quality of their content. I am very surprised by these allegations. Not the SAPC, Galoko. Ay, 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 no waves. SAPC accused of such things. It can't be. The SAPC is a well-run organization. The SAPC is a good reflection of the well-run Lutuli House that controls the African National Congress. Because too, the African National Congress, which inadvertently controls the SAPC and what happens in Auckland Park, is the most well-run organization, political organization in the world. Clean audits all the time. The officials know how to do their work. The officials are diligent in their work. Nepotism is frowned upon at Lutuli House, the ANC. Therefore, also in Auckland Park at the SAPC. There's no way the SAPC can be accused of such things. This is maladministration, not the SAPC. The SAPC can't be accused of these allegations of maladministration when Lutuli House and the ANC has never been accused of such things. This is corruption and no way in hell is the SAPC, the child of the ANC and Lutuli House, can be accused of corruption because the ANC and Lutuli House is not corrupt. No ways. Uh-uh. They can't be. The SAPC is the pride and joy of South Africa, just like the ANC and Lutuli House. There's no way you can accuse the SAPC 
of such things. These allegations are unfounded. And the person, the whistleblower, who has decided to peddle this unforeseen and unfortunate information should be brought to book because there's no way in hell that the SAPC can be accused of nepotism, of favoritism, of giving contracts to undeserving companies. No way. That is not the SAPC way. And the reason why this is not the SAPC way, it is because it is not the ANC and the Lutuli House way. Okay, I feel like that's too much sarcasm for one episode. Let me move on. Former President Jacob Zuma had a press conference on Saturday morning. We were promised a bombshell by his foundation spokesperson, Upra Jimmy Mani, but the whole session was a waste of my fucking time. Zuma said outright that Ramaphosa was corrupt and the foreign currency found in his Palapala farm was an act of treason. We have been saying that. Us who are not bought by anyone, us who are not betting for anyone but the truth, have been saying all those things. So, and as le bombshell Uchimimani promised the nation, and as Nobanaye Utatuzuma thought in his mind, and whoever wrote as a speech for it, and I thought Uguba, they were dropping bombshells. Goba, there was absolutely no bombshell dropped by former President Jacob Zuma Kula press conference. It was just a waste of my time. It was a waste of my data. Goba, I was watching it on Facebook Live. The whole thing from the beginning right until the end. Not the end. When he answered one or two questions from the journalists. That's when I stopped watching. It was an absolute waste of time. It was the usual. The former president giving us his history, what he, the part he played in apartheid South Africa, in the struggle for freedom, to a conspiracy against Jacob Zuma before he was president of the country, while he was deputy president of the ANC, and of course during his presidency, the nine so-called wasted years, Ngoku, it looks like it's going to be, what? 18 wasted years. Honestly speaking, Uramaposa's presidency has been shit, right? So he touched on that and he said, yeah, Uramaposa is corrupt. It's an act of treason for having over 4 million US dollars in cash and not reporting it to the South African Revenue Service, etc. All those things was nothing new. A lot of journalists who aren't choosy and picky with the truth. Journalists who have been talking and reporting on the truth have been saying this. They've been saying that the current president has got a case to answer to. And of course, you'll find the other journalists in South Africa, our land, who always choose a side. And that side is based on them getting their salary at the end of the month to pay their bills, to pay their house bonds, to pay their car installments, to pay for their medical aid, to pay for their lifestyles. They always toe the line. They are and they have been in defense of President Cyril Ramaphosa. They have been begging Cyril Ramaphosa to tell his side of the story on what really went down 
Kula Pala Pala Farm Heist. So, what Jacob Zuma and his foundation said Kula press conference was nothing new. Now, as a citizen of this country, you have been saying these things. Ukuba, the president has got something to answer to. The president is corrupt. Cyril Ramaphosa being president of the country is his side hustle. We have been saying that. And that's why Lotato Mkulu thought Lendo Aitetileyo on Saturday morning was groundbreaking. But the whole nation, okay, let me not say the whole nation. A lot of people in this country on social media and in public, you get yourself in conversations about the politics of this country in public. Jay, in public, you get into a conversation. And the things I've said have been repeated. It is part of the national discourse regarding Ramaphosa. So Utatuzuma said nothing new. There was no bombshell. Maybe okay, fair enough to him as a former president of the country. For him to publicly declare that the current president, the incumbent, is corrupt might be a bombshell. Based on his stature as a former president. Let's give him that. Kotwa, for me and other citizens of this country, the press conference was just a waste of time. Diazisola. Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama, or restaurant, and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. Tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. Alright, let's get into it, shall we? I don't know whom the artist of this song is. All I got in my folder was Keyboard Bliss. So, will the real artist of this song please stand up? It is my Bacardi banger of the week. It is my second entry. I do this every week on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. I hope you enjoy this one.
so Tulisa currency airstrike Bacardi banger of the week please do not ask me who is responsible for the song because I've got absolutely no idea it is Bacardi on a soulful tip man I love this song so jazzy so soulful for once there's a Bacardi track that doesn't contain any dirty lyrical content <laughs> hey dude listen I've come across some Bacardi songs that have lyrics such as Bari Asibu Febe Kitty Changes we have, we have. <laughs> but hey, you've got to love Bacardi. Bacardi is the next big thing. It has been a niche music genre for the past 10 years. And in my opinion, it's about time it makes it big in the mainstream. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. No, the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka player disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So, what are you being so moaning about? I was at a Kasi high school and I noticed something that caught my eye. The male teachers over there, in my opinion, were dressed inappropriately. And I even told the person I was with, I was like, yo, dude, did you notice that these teachers are dressed like they're going to a Chisanyam? They're not dressed like they are teachers. What could be the purpose of these guys dressing inappropriately at a high school? My intuition told me from the get-go that the reason why these teachers are dressed that way is because they're trying to impress those young girls who are in matric. Those are the vibes I picked up. And you know how it is. When your intuition tells you something, it is probably 100% true. Why else would male teachers dress like they're going to a Chisanyam? I just got the sense, Yokba, these male teachers know that the young girls whom are in matric know the type of brands that male figures wear outside of the school premises. Males they see in their streets, males they'll see in a Chisanyama, males they'll see at a shopping center, for example. I just got the sense that these male teachers were dressed that way because they know that these young girls in matric will say, Ah, umbonilu tisharus banban. Those lovely sneakers from Nike or Adidas, these sneakers that cost 2,000 rand. Hi, man, show me. I just got that sense. Yokba, these teachers are dressed inappropriately to impress these young girls whom are in matric. You can just tell, even from the body language when I was there, that these male teachers whom are dressed inappropriately, they're trying to be blessers pa Kula High School. What happened to the days when male teachers dressed formally? They looked representable, they looked like teachers, and they commanded respect. What happened to those days? Because I was looking at those teachers, and to myself, I was like, Asuka, there's no way that I would respect umenier engnebe ngola shob. Umenier ongnebe ingati uyakuchisanyam. Umenier ongnebe ingati uyiplesa yezi girls. I would never show respect to such male teachers when I was in high school. 
I would never. I honestly got the sense that some of these male teachers do have sexual relations with these young girls whom are in matric. I just got that sense based on what they were wearing, these male teachers. They were dressed inappropriately. But let's be honest. Let's be very, very honest. Outside of high school, you meet a young girl at a Chisanyama. You can never tell whether or not she is in matric. Because most of these young girls right now, they are big boned. You would think that she is probably a first or second year student based on her stature. Kant Umtana is in matric or just matriculated a few months ago or a few weeks ago. That's how big boned they are, these young girls. So I just really got the sense, Yogba, these male teachers, the reason why they dressed inappropriately. The reason why they are dressed this way is because they want to impress these young girls who are in matric. This is where your education department comes in and they enforce a certain dress code for everyone. All the teachers are supposed to be dressed in a certain way. Dress formally. No casual wear in a and it was only male teachers whom were dressed inappropriately at that high school. The female teachers were dressed appropriately. You look at them and you can respect them based on how they were dressed. They were dressed like teachers. Not the male teachers I saw at this particular high school. I only saw three male teachers whom were dressed appropriately, in my opinion. Appropriately is formal wear. Nice t-shirt. Everything is tucked in. Got a belt, formal shoe, formal pants, and a blazer. I only saw three. The rest of the male teachers were dressed like they are going to a chisanyam. This needs to stop, in my opinion. Already, we know it is a reality in South Africa. You do find male teachers who sleep with matriculants. It happens. It has been happening. When will it stop? And yes. With that being said, that brings me to the end of episode 71 of the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike. As always, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. And also thank you very much for letting your friends know of the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike and subscribing. Let's do this again next week for episode 72. Remember, whatever you do, never ever lose the child in you. Adios, amigos, and bonita damas. Sir Kan 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 Airstrike.